Pod, 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 pod. Rugby pod. Hello and welcome along to this week's Rugby Pod. Thank you very much to Rugby Pass for their help with the pod. Uh, you can watch the show live on rugbypass.com together with uh, Jim's new travel show, Rugby Explorer. Hell yeah. That was good. Cheers, Goody. Thanks, mate. It was mate. good. Thank you. I haven't seen it yet, but I'm very excited. you mean you haven't seen it? Of course you've seen it. I've seen, this, I've seen little highlights of it, but uh, I haven't actually just, sat down and watched just it yet. so Come arrogant. Just was, Kiwi, mate. Yeah, you're not yeah. in New Zealand. You're, no. not, you're not a Kiwi. He doesn't give a fuck, does he? So you went to Singapore, did you? Yeah, it was, a lot, it was actually a few months ago. Was it? Yeah, we did. So first one that we brought out, hashtag Rugby Explorer. Yeah. Tell the sweats that. Yeah. Sweating hell. Um, and yeah, I, I embedded myself with the local Singaporean people. Went around a few rugby clubs and had a good old crack. Um, did, did you love it? Mate, it was good. Hard work though, right? Oh, mate, it was grafting. Yeah. It was grafting. Was it actually? Yeah, mate, it showed this, mate. How did you not... sleep in that bed? How did I sleep? Yeah, well, mate, I didn't. Your feet hanging up, dangling over the edge. I didn't. Tell the sweat that. Mate, I <laughs> checked out there and went to a five star hotel, that one with a boat on top, the really posh one. But this showbiz life is not easy. It's not. Mate, there were long days. Yeah. What do you mean it is not? You don't know. Well, I do, mate. You're sweating like mad now. You've been in the office exactly. all day. Why I've are you sweating got... so much? I've... Well, it's, it's 25 degrees outside, Jim. Mate, this is going to do you good. Yeah, hopefully lose a bit. You get home tonight. I'm worried about you, though. Why? I've been in the garden sunbathing all day. Right. Well, this is the thing. So I'll, I'll flick on Instagram today. See Jim's. He's in the garden with his missus and he's tops off. Oh, no, zero meat on those bones at all. And then he's like, oh, sun's out, gun's out. Tries to tense his guns, nothing. Then his missus does it and she's even ridiculing you. Mate, she's in decent shape to she be fair. Is. I don't know what the fuck she's doing with you. Mate, I don't know, it's just the money, mate. She's with me just for the money, mate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I've been in the garden all day, chilling. Goody's been at work, sweating. Like, seriously, there's, there's going to be a stage where something's going to happen. Like, you're going to go off the rails, like, you're going to faint, you're going to just hit the deck and faint. <laughs> for what reason? Mate, you might even die. Like, you might even hit the floor and Why? stress. <laughs> are you diabetic? No. <laughs> are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> Fish, what are you laughing at? Are you, how do you know you're not diabetic? Well, I'm not. Mate, you're shaking, you're sweating. What are you on about? <laughs> mate, I'm just worried about you. Don't, don't be worried, mate. Just okay. you're worried about yourself. You're homeless right now. Yeah. In a couple of weeks, you're homeless. I know. Like, I'm worried about you and the kids. Mate, don't worry, mate. We're like, good. Well, you, well, they're good because they don't see you very often. But. Mate, they are good, mate. They, they're good. But it's going to get even worse because tonight we've got the live show. Oh. So when the podcast comes out tomorrow, which will be Thursday, because we're a bit, little bit later this week, haven't yeah, we? Yeah, showbiz lifestyle. Mate, I've been all over the place. I couldn't, do, well, I couldn't do Tuesday, you couldn't do Monday. Yeah, I was in Cork on Friday or Saturday. Did a gig there with the With the showbiz lifestyle, are you finding you're getting recognised a lot more, Jim? Or? Ridiculous. People, people wanting their photos taken with They're you. They're like that. Who's the freak? I get recognised more now, which is weird because it's my voice, than when I actually played rugby and I was killing boys on the pitch. You're welcome. No one knew who the hell you were when you but played. It is weird now, and so I'm get, on the train. We get in a partnership together. You're welcome, Jim. But yeah, uh, weirdly enough, on the train today, and I'm sure he listens to the podcast because there's no other reason that we'd be taking 10 photos of me, but sat in the chair on the train and this guy opposite me, bigger belly than you, um, <laughs> taking pictures of me, weren't he? I know what he was doing though, because he, you know, like the Snapchat filters and stuff with the bunny ears and stuff. That's what ah. he was doing. To, yeah, I could just feel it. I could just feel the vibe of it. What did you grab his phone, toss it out the window? Nothing. He asked for a photo when he got off the train. Mate, I said you got ten photos, mate. Jog on, chief. Did you? Yeah. That's what I said, mate. I should have a minder. Then what did he say, mate? Well, well you should. I didn't your, arm, your arms ain't going to do anything. Look at that. I mean, yeah, it's, it's more a minder of like they're just people peppering me. So last week's pod, we predicted John Kingston's departure. Yeah, it's what Jim does get people the sack. You got you got Jim Mounder the sack. You got Dorian West the sack. Now you've got John Kingston the sack. How guilty do you feel, mate? Not guilty at all, Kingston Town, mate. I think I've done him a favour. Okay, because I was worried about you. I was more worried about him. But it weren't me who got him the sack. 
my good mate, influencer, best bud, Joe Marleybone. I think he got him the sack. Apparently, he's run up the stairs and he's saying to them, it's him or me. It's him or me. Really? What? Mate, that's just what I heard. Well, he's coming on the show, so we can ask him. Well, we're now joined by Joe Marler. Thank you very much for joining us, Joe. Oh, hello. Oh, hello. <laughs> hello. Hello, friend. Hello. Who am I talking to then? Who's on tonight? So, <laughs> so you got you got Andy Rowe in the hot seat. Not, not been sacked yet, then. No, not been sacked. Still wearing my glasses. <laughs> trying Joe. to get rid of him. And we've got the dominator, Jim Hamilton, mate. You know who I am, mate. Oh, big Jim, how are you, mate? Yeah, I'm good, mate. Yeah, body's fresh now. Body's fresh, not too sore. Not too sore what, from... Uh, what do you mean, from what? Well, r- running over boys back in the glory days, mate, last year. Oh, fuck me. Broken me- are you still going? He still goes on about it, mate. It's you horrendous, isn't it? Look, I've had a little break from, like, all this rugby chat and that, and you're still fucking banging on me. Mate, <laughs> look, do not, do not bag winners, mate. Mate, winners no, are I'm winners, not, mate. Well, I don't, know, I don't know many winners, to be honest with you, mate, but I'm not going to bag you. I'm just going to say, look, just freshen things up. Mate, you're a decent guy. You've got some decent chat about you, but... Thanks, mate. You keep going with the same fucking thing. Joe, I like your hair, mate. I do. I like your <laughs> hair. I'm loving what do you mean, my hair? Mate, I'm loving it. I'm loving the look. I haven't had a mohawk in fuck knows how Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying. That mohawk was a disgrace. I'm loving your hair. I'm loving the look. Think, I'm loving uh, the vibe. Nah, I think I, th- I think I need a last hurrah. I think I need to do it for a little bit and then uh, then just go full upside down head pick it. Mate, you can't you can't have you can't have a Mohican, mate, when we get hosed every week, mate. It just doesn't work, <laughs> mate. <laughs> Joe, it hasn't been a great uh, week or so at, at Quinn's. Oh, what, no what, shit, Sherlock. What, 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 what's the what's the mood like and like what what's it like being in the camp at the moment? Uh, what's the mood like? Uh, it's a bit of a weird one, to be honest. Obviously, the club made the, made the decision to part ways with JK, but. Um, He's still here until the end of the season, and again we we got pumped again at the weekend. So it was like, well, they're making a change there, but maybe maybe it's us that actually have to have to leave. Um, all jokes aside, no, I, I don't mean that. Don't be spreading that. Um, I kind of need a job. Yeah, it's a bit of a weird situation as it stands. It's not been a great season, but we've got we've got to put some pride back in the shirt. It's it's that old cliche, but we were fucking dreadful against London Irish and we weren't just dreadful because uh, we were dropping the ball or, or missing tackles and stuff like that we were just we were bitching and moaning at each other and, and uh, things had really gone to shit so we've addressed it to the point where we've got to give it our all for the last three games and you know we try hardest to get the wins but it's, it's about the fight that we can put up for for the rest of the season. Well, Joe, I know how to fight, mate. You're not answering that. But uh, rumours were after the London Irish game. I know you were pissed off, mate. I'm sure a lot of the boys were. But uh, is there any truth in the rumours that you stormed up the stair, stairs into COO's office and kicked the door down and said, mate, <laughs> there needs to be change? Is there any truth in that or what? You think I have that sort of power, mate? Like... You've seen some of the barnets I've had over the year that you've uh, that you mentioned, and I'll have any control over anyone at the club of Harlequin. Well, I don't know. I actually quite like it, mate. The fact that you're outspoken and you know, and you, and you talk like you do on or type like no, you do on Twitter. No, the, the, the truth of the matter is, I went up. I used to live with a lady that works. Hey up! <laughs> hey up! Here we go. Yeah. See, why do I tell the truth? The truth <laughs> um, I used to live with a lady that works in the office at Quinn's. And I saw her in the stands that I popped up to see her because I hadn't seen her for a while and that was it. There yeah, I love that. But then it was made out to be, um, 
oh, he's gone up to like shout abuse at the coaches and stuff like that. I was like, yeah, that's, no, a, that's a way better. That's a way better story. Yeah, we'll, better story. Yeah. We'll, we'll maybe you, we you, you make up your own story. That well, would be sweet. Well, I don't want to say that you smashed down the door. That's all I'm saying. So <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> um, mate, obviously, you know, how, how did you guys find out about Kingston leaving? Did they pull you into a meeting? Um, you know, what was it on an email? Um, what, what's, what was the just, crack? They, they told us the same day that. Uh, when was it released? On Monday. Yeah, they just told us Monday after the London Irish game. Was Was Kingston Town there? Was he? Was he there in the meeting when you when he was? Telling he was the one who told us. Oh, yeah, was he? He was the one who told us. Oh, fair play. And uh, he's been he's fronted up with it, and he said, you know, ultimately I'm the director of rugby, and I take responsibility for it. And uh, you know, J- J- mate, John's been at the club 17 years, and the things he's he's done for the club shouldn't be forgotten just because we've had a really shit season. He's a wonderful coach and he's a great man that has loved the club for so long and I'm sure he'll continue loving it, but um, it's professional sport and players come and go as, as do coaches now, more, more more often now. Yeah, that's true. And obviously, looking at the coaching setup, do you think it got a little bit too comfortable with people that have been ingrained in the Quinn's way for a long time with obviously John Kingston, Mark Mapletoft, uh, new coaches in Nick Easter and Nick Evans who have just gone straight from playing to coaching the first team? Obviously, there's an outside influence there with Graham Roundtree, but um, was it a little bit too uh, comfortable for everyone and, and not really challenging each other? Um, I, I don't know from a coaching point of view whether the, they were challenging each other enough in a, in a positive way. Um, from a player's point of view, I can speak that perhaps we got, you know, we've, we've discussed it, that we got on, we're, we're a tight group, believe it or not, um, and that's probably been a bit of a downfall that we haven't been pulling each other up on on cutting corners. We'd probably just rather cover our mate's ass as opposed to calling them out about bits and bobs, so... I can only speak from the from the player's point of view that maybe we 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 ourselves need to shake up and stop being so comfortable with each other and and be a bit more happy to to have the peer to peer sort of calling out. And what about uh, coaches coming in like possible replacements, leadership group? I don't, they I don't know really. Who's out there? Have you got, do you know, you lot you lot are in the mix, aren't they? Like you lot. Oh no, I don't mean you're in the mix of the jobs because absolutely no chance. Uh, I've got too many jobs, mate. Well, we we got Dorian Westersack. We got we got Nobby the sack at Northampton. Apparently, he's keen for a bit of tops off Morley, mate. You up for that? <laughs> is he is Nobby gone from? Yeah, Thanks, end, of, end of the season gone. End of the season, mate. So oh, him. Where's he going to go then? Quins. I think. Quins. Well, Quins. No. With Malander. I think Jim Malander and him are going to Ulster potentially. But I, I heard Scotty Robertson might leave the Crusaders and come over. Obviously, that link now with New Zealand. Is um, Scotty Robertson the Robertson the breakdancer? Yes, yes. Yeah, mate. He's, he's yes, the one. He is. Legend of a bloke. Oh, Good friend of mine. Bloody hell, Andy. What's he like, mate? You've been a bit quiet. Uh, what, he, what, he's a very successful coach. Like? Coached the um, Canterbury NPC team well, and he's coached the Crusaders uh, to a, a victory in the. First season, so he's, he's got the um, he's got the success behind him, and he coached the Barbarians last year, which yeah. is where you met him, wasn't it, Jim? You're well, that, such a Kiwi rugby noise, isn't he, mate? But if you get on rugbypass.com, you'll and you go through the video archives, you'll see <laughs> me and him uh, having a break dance off. Basically, I say me and him, uh, he yeah, don't dance. I'll be, I'll be sure to look that up tonight. Yeah, I'm sure. Please, mate. Please tweet me. Please tweet me and let me know. Let me know what you think. Yeah. No, I will. Um, you, obviously, towards the end of the season now, a couple of games left for Quinns, but um, the big tour to South Africa with England. Um, you'll be looking forward to getting on that after missing. A couple of games during the Six Nations, would you? <laughs> what are you laughing at? <laughs> Mate, I'm teeing you up here to say, please pick me, Eddie. Um, Eddie listens, by the way. Yeah. Uh, what was the question? What Basically, you you, do you want to go on tour and pick up the cash or not? Buenos Aires, Blacks. South Africa, they're going to South Africa, well, mate. What are you on about? Where, 
Why is he saying Buenos Aires Blacks? That, the, uh, that, it's uh, a great coffee shop in Buenos Aires. It's called Blacks. It's, it's like it's a lovely, a great lovely establishment. coffee shop. Yeah. Yeah. The only problem is they're touring South Africa. Yeah. 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 Oh, are they? <laughs> <laughs> he's, probably, he's probably wanting to go for another story about himself. Go on. Yeah, go on, Jim. Go away, Tell the story. Well, if it's South Africa, mate, there's this place called Night Fever. Night Fever. Hey, 20, 25, effectively, £25 to get in, all you can drink. I'm not too sure Eddie will let you get in there. <laughs> I don't, mate. I don't know about the tour. Like, obviously, I'd love to play for England. Everyone always wants to play for England, but that's always out of my control. Uh, if he wants to pit me, he can pit me. If he doesn't, he doesn't. Like, that's that's life. But it, it'll be our tour. I know South Africa aren't exactly top of the world at the moment. But am I right? Are you lot of rugby stats noises here? No, Andy Rowers, we're, mate. We've, we've we've never Andy. Have we England ever won a series over there? No. No, you haven't. Yeah, I no. Think, I think there you have. go. Then, so. I don't know. I just made that. <laughs> <laughs> I just did it with conviction. Mate, we don't actually know rugby in this room, You're mate. Such an arrogant Kiwi, isn't you know he? I mean? like, ridiculous. Your humility is just fucking bollocks. Mate, we can't tell you stats, but we can tell you what people's bollocks actually look like. To be fair, and if, if they're hung <laughs> like a squirrel or a donkey. Mate. Uh, here's, a, here's a question then, Joe. In the Queen's change room, you said you're quite a tight bunch. Who's yeah. hung like a donkey? Who's hung like a squirrel? <laughs> I think, that's like a fair, I think that's a fair um, question. I can't imagine Kingston Town is, mate, to be fair. <laughs> Hell of a bum bag. <laughs> Who's got the piece in the squad? Um, try to think. There's a couple of like rogue ones that are like, they've got decent length. I'm they've got gonna... a lot of foreskin. Oh, dear. Um, oh, I do know that Nathan L, who we've signed oh, to, I don't know if he's still coming. I've seen him, um, mate. Have you seen is it? Is it, is it, is it uh... Biggest thing you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> Ever. Jesus Bigger Christ. than Oyla Rinley's. Bigger. That, wow. That'll explain his like, very confident attitude, actually. You know? mate, hey, mate, you can beat that out of him, surely. He's ripped to the smithereens <laughs> as well. Who's the other <laughs> end of the spectrum? Like squirrel. Yeah. Squirrel. Mate, surely uh, Lambert is, mate. No, Lambert is the one I was describing about the foreskin. He has got a... A drooper. You know, like a pepperami. <laughs> yeah. Take the skin off. <laughs> it's like that. You know, it's just that skin. The so, poor bloke. Not oh, a lot going dear. for him. Yeah, oh, so... Head well, of the I'm RPA. Done. Head of the RPA as well. Yeah, brilliant. I'm done. I'm, I just... I fuck every relationship. Don't I? <laughs> I'm nice. All right, Joe. Hey, thank you so much for coming on the show, mate. Oh, always, always a pleasure. Absolute pleasure. Great to speak to you. All Cheers, right. mate. <laughs> Cheers, mate. Thanks. When, when we get in the scrap on with Jim, you you still keen? I thought I thought that was like put to bed, or does he still want to? He still wants it, mate. No, I'm, I am in incredible shape at the minute. You, you want to see his oh, arms, look, mate? They're look, like a couple I'm, of noodles. I'm, put, I'm putting it out there, mate. Look, with pound for pound, no holds barred. It's just a straight scrap with no weapons. Yeah, I'm beating fuck out yeah. you. Oh, Easy. come on! Oh, I agree. Are you I drunk? Agree. Have you got his all week off? He's drunk. Here, here, I agree. He's drunk, mate. I'll do it. I know you've got length and stuff like that, but I, I've, mate, I cheat at everything. I'm getting you. Mate, Jim, Jim's got noodles. I'm all about length, mate. I'm all about length. Got zero length. Mate, we'll get it on. We'll get it on soon, mate. Charity. Yeah, one day. The charity when I retire, when I retire next year. Um, <laughs> you broke the news right, here yeah. first. Cheers, right. lads. All right, Joe. Cheers, mate. Cheers, bud. Cheers, Molly, bud. Yeah, good honesty. Mate, we could be getting a sponsorship now by Pepperoni Pepper, off the back yeah. of that. Thank you, Joe Marler. It is good. I mean, obviously, me and Joe Marler now have a working relationship. I don't like the bloke, but <laughs> I like the fact that he's candid. Mate, yeah. it's great having the bloke mm. on here and uh, come and say how it is that, basically, the boys have been shit. And they have. Yeah. Mate, they've been, we, they have been shit. We, we've spoken about them all year. We yeah. have. And it, it, do you know what's good about that is the way he said, actually, it's, it's within the group. Because we're all good mates and we get on well. It's all like, oh, cover his back, oh, you know. It's all right, we'll let it slide. You actually need someone in there to ruffle feathers. Well, that's what they did at Sarri's. Yeah. Mate, they had the boy, that, like, Owen Farrell told me every week I was shit. I was well, like, he, mate, he had well, a point. But I'm like, mate, what can I do? <laughs> shit at what? I'm trying everything. <laughs> Catching and passing. Mauling. Well, not mauling, though. No, he didn't see any value in that. There and I was go. like, mate, I know. 
Matt, I, like you're telling me something, right, that I know, but maybe that's what they need at Gwen's. So you're saying the, the Saracens environment isn't as happy as everyone No, I say it's an honest environment. Okay. That's so, what I'm saying. They were, quite, they were quite happy. Just checking. To, to call people They're on a trip out. this week, aren't they? Well, I think they got a bat, mate. Valencia. I spoke to Chris Wiles, who, who got 250 oh, at the weekend. Yeah. Um, how, funny when he, how funny when he walks out. Leaves the team out, nearly trips over the step as he's coming oh, out. No. Did you see it? No, I didn't see it, no. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, PT, the, PT cameras all over him. They all stumble on the way out. Quality. We had this thing that basically if he scored a try and they were beating Bath by, I don't know, say 20, 30 points in the second half and he was running towards the Wolfpack bus, that he was going to do a shit Chris Ashton ash splash yeah. straight into the Wolfpack bus to down a pint. Could you imagine that? Yeah, it'd be amazing. That, but he didn't do it. Chris didn't. <laughs> of course he didn't. Yeah. Did he score? He did score, yeah. And what, why didn't he do it? Because it was at the other, other, other end. I just do the length. Man, that's what we said. Go the length. There's, there's, that, there's that running track around the yeah, outside. He's 34, he's fouled. <laughs> what did you guys make of the um, Mala chat? Because like, from the outside, we all look at it and think the coach lost the dressing room. But the way he was talking was that the, the, the players are taking a lot of responsibility and he. He, the coach wasn't to blame as much. I think Goody put the nail on the head, didn't he? The fact put, put, that put the nail on the head, put the nail on the head, or hit the nail on the head. <laughs> <laughs> so I think Goody put the nail on the head. I think that they are very comfortable. That group have been together yeah. a long time. The fact that Nick Easter, who we're big fans of, both as a bloke and as a player, and now as a coach, has gone in from that playing role into the coaching role, and it's that's not an easy transition anyway for anyone. With Nick Evans, who's heavily respected as well. It's all very kind of comfortable. They're all in the same circles. It's all the same voices. And Marla said it there. Mm. The lads are all comfortable with each other. And so you haven't got another outside voice. You haven't got someone to challenge you and to be honest with you and to to not care what you think of him or the person that's delivering their messages, then it's it's hard to get any any honesty, isn't it? Yeah. Like, you look at, mate, they've, they've been woeful. Mate, that London yeah. Irish game, the Gloucester game at the weekend. Oh, you expect a reaction. Yeah, well, that, 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 was, the thing. that was the more worrying thing. Yeah, and this is the thing. So you're, you're talking about those things, and one of the most pertinent things he said, he said, professional sport, players come, players go, coaches come, coaches go. That's the nature of it. You're trying to drive to success. And let's not forget what John Kingston Town has done for Quinns. You know, he's been... There, seventeen years, I believe. Yeah, that's what so he, he has been a, a part of some you know, some success. They've won, I believe, the Challenge Cup. They obviously won the Premiership. Well, they came up in that time as well. They got they? promoted. Uh, so he, if he's been there seventeen years, he helped them get relegated as well as promoted. <laughs> so, um, but and, and you talk about Nick Evans and Nick Easter and the comfortable environment. They've moved from playing and being very well respected as very good players into now coaching all the guys that they played with and your mates. When you play, you don't get on with everyone 100%, but the bottom line is you're trying to do everything you can to win each game at the weekend as a bunch of mates. And then some hard... Comp- when you become a coach, you have to distance yourself from that friendship group because you, you have to make tough decisions. You have to call people out in meetings. And I don't know whether... You know, take Nick Easter, for example. I, I use my own experience of this. I know Nick. Obviously, Nick played until he was 37, 36, 37, whatever it was. I also know Nick looked after himself in the round training. So any tough contact sessions, he wasn't doing it. Because he was fucked. Because, yeah, yeah. But then when you haven't done it for three or four years, and sometimes you do do it, but when you've been given that leeway, and I was given leeway at Wasps when I was there, never trained on a Monday, hardly trained on a Tuesday, watched the boys on a Thursday and then team on Friday. <laughs> if you're Slowly pl- putting on five kgs a week. Well, exactly. But then you're playing at the weekend and... If I go in then as a coach and go, right, lads, we need to train really hard on a Monday. We're going to train even harder on a Tuesday. Boys looking at you going, hang on a minute. You fucking didn't train on a Monday or a Tuesday. And so that's the hard thing for Mm. someone like Nick Nick Easter. Is he going in as defence coach going, right, lads, we need to bar up. We need to do a load of contact, make a load of tackles, tackle technique. Stuff that he didn't do towards the end of his career because he was looking after his body to get from game to game. 
But then that's the whole comfortable environment thing again. Is he comfortable having tough conversations with people? Because their defence has been shite at times, hasn't it? Yeah. I don't. I'm not. I'm, that's not a flippant phrase of me. Just get. You know, it hurts me to say that because Nick's a good lad. He's a mate, and you don't. When we're pundits, you don't want to bag something that your mate is coaching. But ultimately, you have to when they've been poor. I oh, think. I, I think the defence has been great. I'm good mates. <laughs> How bad are you? <laughs> no, but, you're right. But this is the thing. So that's what. And I said. I said last week on the podcast, didn't I? They need an outside voice. They need a, lead, a strong leader in there. Mark Mapletoff's been there 10 years, probably, I don't know. Um, and he, I, I sat next to, a, next to him at a dinner two, probably two years ago, and he was like, oh, yeah, Eddie Jones get offering me the, attack, England, the England attack coach job and all this stuff. He goes, I've turned it down, stay at Quinns and all that. And he just, it's one of them that, I don't know, I think all everyone... Fight, all fight, no poo. Well, everyone's, everyone's just very comfy, and, and you need, you know, ultimately to be successful, and they were successful six years ago, whatever it was, when they win it, 2012. Um, and so you now need someone like Scotty Robertson, who... Geez, you work hard, but you'll have a fun time under Scott Robertson because exactly. he loves the smash. Yeah, but ultimately they need to change something and change something quite drastically to bring success in. But I can't see Quinns anytime soon coming anywhere near it, even with the Scott no. Robertson. First year you've inherited whoever they bring in now. He is inheriting the squad that's there. The recruitment's done. Yeah, you might pick up one or two players from the Southern Hemisphere, but you, generally, you now your recruitment's done. Then you've got a year with that team, but you've got another cycle of trying to sign players that you want to get and it normally takes a coach about two years to get a squad that he signed everyone he's offered everyone in that squad a new contract or signed players to come in and that's when you can judge a coach you ultimately they've got to change a culture there uh, to be successful so they're not going to be competitive in terms of top four next year i don't i don't think but then you certainly want to see a quinn's team be far better than they have been this year because it's 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 been exceptionally poor do you think the coaches like uh, Easter and Evans need to go away and come back to Quinns? Because if you look at um, the way Scott Robinson's done it, like he was, he was a Crusader. The Crusaders do a lot of that where they a lot of their coaches are former Crusaders, but they all go away. So they all go away for a period of time and then they come back and coach. Well, he spent the majority of his, his life in France, wasn't he? Was it Narbonne? Perpignan, I think. Was it? Perpignan? And yeah. yeah, maybe Narbonne. Yeah, well. exactly. So he's down there. Look what O'Gara's done, which I think is great That's as well. That's mm-hmm. But it takes an absolute massive set of cojones to do that. So if you're, if you're Nick Easter or you're Nick Evans and you're offered a coaching job at Quinns in an environment that you understand and know, you take it. You know, If you go to Quinns and go, do you know what? Um, I need to go away and get some experience somewhere else. And then in three, four, five years' time, I want to come back. The clubs change. You think about every club you've been at or every club in the Premiership three or four years ago, it's a whole different club in reality to a lot of the coaches have changed, a lot of the board members might have changed. So you're risking losing out on that part of your life to take a risk going somewhere else. And it's, trust me as a coach, I, you know, I was offered a coaching gig or two. You can never plan a coaching pathway. Now, Jordan Murphy's a good mate of ours, isn't he? Yeah. He's been at Leicester Tigers for 22 years, probably. I can't believe he's not left. And he's had opportunities to leave. Yeah. Cardiff, London Irish. Yeah. Yeah, but it's then the risk-reward thing. Do you leave and risk never being a coach at that club that you're at again, that you love? Alex Anderson went and did a few in Australia bits in Australia and stuff, but that was off-season and knowing he was coming back to uh, Saracens, etc. So, but you need a strong you need a strong voice at the top to do that, and you can do that when you're in a successful environment. It's a lot harder to do it when you're in a a team that's ninth or tenth in the league or over there. Um, let's go to the news. Uh, Bristol Bears, what are, you, what are your oh, thoughts? God. Bristol's Bears. Mate, Bristol's, mate, I'm a fan of Bristol. I was going there rugby pass, actually, yep. uh, next week or the week after to do some bits. But, mate, walk the championship, of course they did. And they're like, hang on, I know what. Let's ruffle a few feathers. We'll call ourselves the Bristol's Bears. 
I mean, are you scared? <laughs> I think they're opening themselves up to be ridiculed a little bit. Is it a marketing tool just to sell more jerseys or what? It's a marketing tool talking about... And I think a lot of it's about Pat Lamb. And he's trying to create this identity, I suppose, that people can hang their hat on and kids can get involved with it. We are Bristol Bears. I just think Bristol Bears, it sounds a bit comical. And when you see the picture of the bear and stuff, it's like you want to go and give it a cuddle. And What's the relation to bears? Are they, is there any... I don't know. I think, like, out of all the animals in the wild, like a bear would have the biggest Bristols. <laughs> <laughs> if not the biggest nipples <laughs> so they're like that but uh, hey. uh, it's it sort of thing that, you know imagine being in the change room and going oh we're Bristol Bears what are you a, a grizzly bear are you a teddy bear polar bear exactly I mean you just sit there and you koala bear it's endless isn't it um, and, I can't you know, think about, I can't think imagine they get bears. hosed in a few games which you know ultimately they're the team getting promoted so they're going to lose games mm. I think they're going to have a call in the game Getting hosed, and you know, you, like in the olden days, you had that call ninety nine or sixty nine. Basically, hold <laughs> on, that's a different call, right? Basically, it's, basically, it's all all about to kick <laughs> off. Pat Lamb's going to be screaming from the sidelines, lads, lads, bear back, bear back, <laughs> and it's code. Maybe imagine that. Imagine that. Like you coach screaming, and you're like that. Bear back, bear back. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I don't know. I, I'm, I, this is the thing. Rugby is 22 years into its professional life. So we're in its infancy. So you've got all these people in marketing. And I, heard, I saw this thing on Twitter. Flats has come out and said, this is a joke, right? You've got to be kidding me. And Ian Madigan's gone, no, no, we're trying to create an identity, a culture and all this stuff. Madigan's got to say it because he's getting paid 600 big bucks to, to play there. So of course he's going to defend it. Um, imagine being in the changing room. I guarantee those lads are in a... Got to be careful with WhatsApp groups. But in the changing room, having a bit of a giggle about it, about... Bearbacks. Imagine some of the headlines, though. You know, they, they go to Saracens and get hosed by 30. Not very good. <laughs> Whee! I don't care, Bear. Ah, <laughs> I get it! <laughs> but, uh, you know, and the marketing department, it's nothing to do with the playing squad at all, this for me. A marketing department have come in and gone, this is a really good idea. Someone that's got absolutely zero clue about being in a changing room playing for a club, but claims to be a marketing guru. I just hope myself that it bears fruit. <laughs> <laughs> what has this See, podcast come there, to? Look there, at there, it. there you go. Well, Gloucester's changing their logo apparently as well. So yeah, they've, ch- they've changed it recently. The, as Gloucester, well the Gloucester Gooers, mate. I, I, I lose track of it because I'm on a Gloucester WhatsApp chat, and they were talking. And I think I thought they were taking the piss. Yeah. Mate, who knows? Who knows? Yeah, uh, Gloucester Gladiators. Mate, I don't know. People's argument is Bristol Bears, but then you've got Leicester Tigers, you've got Sale Sharks, you've got Newcastle Falcons, you've got. Wasps. Yeah, but, what, what other animals yeah, are but, in the Premiership? But I don't think when Leicester Tigers were named, I don't think Bearback was out there, was it? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I don't think the same humour was it. It was like a tiger's a fucking tiger. Do you know what I mean? Now a bear's just not a bear. Yeah. Like, so, so, so some so some people are trying to say, well, it's all right for those clubs, but when you've, I think it'd be more appropriate if you were Bristol's. You've got promoted this year. You know, next year once you've built two or three years in the Prem, that's when you should do it because you can get absolutely ridiculed for the next. Imagine they get hosed every week and then see you later. Oh, mate. Well, in more serious news, Paddy Jackson, Stuart Olding being now sacked by Ulster. Do you think that was the right call for the club? Um, I'm sure many people out there have probably got mixed opinions on it. And me and Goody, we, we generally do. So a lot of the time we don't agree on everything. Uh, so I don't know what your views are on that we haven't spoken about. We haven't about spoken it. about this, have we? We haven't, no. So let's, let's, let's go raw. When it all came out, obviously we couldn't chat too much about it. We've got a big audience in Ireland. Obviously the, the situation is delicate. Mm-hmm. 
And there was always going to be a case where what happens if, if they get off? There was whispers that that could potentially happen, obviously. And then when it happened uh, and they got off, I had a feeling that their positions at the club were untenable. Ultimately, in the court of law, which is what we all live by, they are not guilty. So, in my opinion, this decision by Ulster has been made with, uh, and Ireland Rugby, again, it's a public decision. It's, it's been made by what the public are going to react to. And they're worried about sponsors, they're worried about identities, they're worried about image. And I think, realistically, the only place they can go and play now is in France. Because they can't play in Ireland because they've been sacked by the IRFU. Yeah. A premiership club, would a premiership take club take a risk on them I think it's very uh, it's all over the media here as well uh, and there'd be a sort of protest or whatever or two with you know the the way the the, the media is now and and, 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 and mate, this is the world that we're in now yeah the, the social media and again mate I'm not a judge nor a preacher nor a choir and it's one of them where th- this is the devil age of social media isn't it where everything's out there in the open and I don't know if this was 30, 40 years ago, it'd be in the paper still. But, and again, <laughs> mate, oh, we're, I, mate, we're going like off topic as well. Look yeah. at all the stuff that's come out with Cliff Richards that's out there mm. and the BBC and all the stuff that came out about him and his life's ruined. He, well, he's suing the BBC, isn't he? Well, he's, he's suing them, but, mate, he's, you know, like he's, <laughs> mate, it's never going to be the same, is it? Is it no. Regardless of whatever happens, yeah. okay, yeah, he's been not guilty, but the, their profile, Jackson Olding's profile, is raised massively for the wrong reasons. So I can understand why they're not there. Whether or not they've been sacked, whether they've been paid out, I think them. If you were them, mate, you'd want to go. Surely, you know, like that, like mate, I need to get away for a bit. Yeah, but wherever you go, you know, if your contract's terminated now, it's terminated for life, isn't it? Uh, in in Ireland. Well, this is what I mean. This, and Paddy like, Jackson you know, was always involved in every Ireland selection. Yeah, mate. And the interesting thing was the the Logan, the CEO. Oh, have you seen Mate. what Stephen Ferris has said? Yeah. Uh, Stephen Ferris has gone in on the CEO. Honest questions, deluded answers, hashtag world's best. So he's talking about Shane Logan, the CEO. Basically, I don't know if you've seen the interview on BBC. I haven't, no, go on. Mate, you need to watch it. It's embarrassing. They're obviously asking him about what's happened and yeah. the outcome and them being sacked. And his, mate, you're looking, mate, you are the head of this club. Um, it was just like three word answers, like giving him nothing. But mate, it's a, it's a sad it's a sad story. Yeah, it sad. is one player that hasn't been punished at all um, for a, in a different, completely different topic is Israel Folau. He's got off uh, completely scot free from the ARU for his homophobic tweet saying that uh, all gay people were going to go to hell unless they repent their sins. What do you guys think about that? It's a tough one. It's re- really is a tough one. He is someone that feels very very strongly about. Christianity, the Bible, etc., etc., God's pathway. He's reciting what's in the Bible. Yes. This is the thing, and that's why he's got off. Yeah. Because, again, I've not read a Bible, mate, and I'm not biblical. You can't read, mate. Mate, exactly, there you go. Even if it was in pictures, I still don't think I'd understand it. And I'm not religious at all, like zero, zero religion at all. But that's why he's not got in trouble, because he's reciting what is written in black and white, I presume, in a Bible. Um Mate, there's no need to put that out. He knows in in his position. He's been asked a question, though. Yeah, I can understand. You've got to be a little bit touchy, though, haven't you? Because I get what he's saying, but there's also the biggest thing out there at the minute is mental health mm. and mm. mental health in young men uh, who are vulnerable. Mm. And he needs to understand that in his position. All right, mate. Like we, get, you know, we know your views. With that, you need to be more reserved. I'm not agreeing at all with what Israel Fanel said. I'm not religious, so. It- you know, in reality, he's quoted the Bible. It's it's not good for rugby. It's not good for the inclusivity of it. And 
But that's why they've not taken action. That's yeah. the, that's the simple facts. Because if you're a sponsor, if you're so if you're Qantas, obviously Australian sports on its ass at the minute. But if you're Qantas or you're one of the big sponsors of Australian rugby, if he said that and that wasn't written, oh, yeah. he'd be gone, mate. Yeah. He'd be gone. He'd be like, mate, your position here is is no longer. We can't have you here, mate. Mm. So clearly, the reason why he hasn't been disciplined is because it's it's there in black and white in in his eyes. Mm. But mate, what a, what a, what a time to live, eh? <laughs> have we got any happy stories or yeah. what? Should, should we should we look at the Champions Cup finals, semi finals? All right. Oh, talking happy stories. Oh yeah. Well, or mate, what's happy about story? that? Sarri's ain't in it. Leinster are pretty much at home. Scarlet's trying to get into the final for the first time in their history. How do you guys see this playing out? I think it's going to be a banging game. Yeah. Well, Scarlet's beat them last year, didn't yeah. they? Yeah. In the Pro Four, uh, Pro, Pro 12, Twelve. No one cares. Yeah, Pro, so, no one cares. Twelve. Yeah, I think it was yeah, called. Who knows. Uh, semi-final yeah. uh, mate it's going to be a belter like you said good are you commentating on it no, no. not the big games I've got, I've got the weekend off this weekend well, all the big games big are coming games. in mate are you working no mate weekend no. off oh exactly go on holiday with the family shut your noise <laughs> going on holiday where with you the family I uh, can't tell you mate so the paps will be there where but, you going um, heading down south Devon uh, kind of new forest okay barn conversion heat swimming pool yeah basically just a mansion so we can get back to the rugby for oh sorry, <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> what are the key matchups for you guys the, two completely different games, right? So Leinster Scarlets will be an absolute humdinger, I reckon. Yeah. There's two teams that primed at, pri- attack from everywhere. You know the way the Scarlets have played over the last two seasons, really from under the um, radar. Yeah, you know, you stick Cubby Ball on the wing at times when you know if there's an injury. That backline, that Scarlets backline, can cause some serious damage. The Leinster team can also cause some serious damage. What do I? I think I read something that Shane Williams said um, about attacking the weakness in the centre, Eastern Athiwa. Mate, he, 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 he fucking he, dominated he, mate, against he, Saracens. Mate, he's, he's profiling him at 40 years old, that's why. <laughs> um, mate, the breakdown's going to be huge, isn't it? Because the, I think the Leinster back row is phenomenal. Yeah, um, Unbelievable. Yeah. Like Levy, who are the other guys? Um, <laughs> uh, Shawnee O'Brien played at the weekend. Yeah, I'm interested to see if he plays. I, think he'll be on the, he I reckon he'll be on the bench. Yeah, on the pine. Um, um, but you know, it will be, you know, and then you compare the other game, Munster against Rassing. Rassing don't play a, a brand of rugby that is enjoyable to watch. They're very hard to beat. Very defensive. A monster, you know, they are... Again, I'm not disrespecting them because it's a team... It's very similar to the Leicester team of old that we played in. You know, we were successful, but I didn't really pass it out to the backs very often. I just fucking booted and said, chase that year. <laughs> yeah, after that. Um, but it, it's about that, that's two effective teams playing against each other against two exciting teams yeah. in Leinster and Scarlet. So. Mate, Mun- Munster didn't deserve to win that too long game, did they? I know they did. I mean, yeah. too long. Francois Trampoop lost it Lost it for them. And uh, they should have had a penalty try. Zebo should have been in the bin. Yeah. And I, I was in Cork on Friday. I was oh, yeah. in Cork, in fri- Cork on Friday. Um, they had the, the red and black balloons lined up for me. I thought it was a Saracens welcome, but it wasn't. Turns out they're Munster colours as well. And a lot of the old boys there, the big fans, not confident at all. They're not, not confident at all. Where's the game? Bordeaux? Yeah, down in Bordeaux. See, Racing got hosed by Toulouse on Sunday. Yeah. Um, but it was that Racing's second team, right? Check this out. Racing's second team. Don't tell me. Dan Carter played 10 yeah, in, the, in the twos. It was the Shags. Get yeah. the Shags out. There was Million pound Carter. <laughs> mate, I'm just seeing pictures of him up the Eiffel Tower, yeah. like in restaurants. He's loving life, isn't he, now? He is, mate. Um, he won't start, though, don't he? I think Pat Lambie will start at 10. Yeah. Play with him at the Shards. Is he about five day. foot four or what? Um, Hot noodle lad. No, he's. Oh, I'd say he's five. So we'll give him five, six, nine with heels. Yeah, five, nine with heels. Um, so he'll play ten. Machino. You know, it's a team. I knew. Actually, I need to talk about this. So I'm commentating 
at the weekend for Sky. Toulouse v Racing, right? So Toulouse are playing Racing. Joe Rocathoco is playing for uh, Racing. Anyway, so starts our first half, and I'm calling Joe Rocathoco. As you do as a commentator, you've done your homework. You've you understand all the players, etc. Second half, I had an absolute mind block, and. Joe Rockathoko did something. I was like that. Oh, you know, and there's uh, Joe Rocker. Go, go, go slow. <laughs> because of this fucking idiot. Right. The way he says it. What and are I you could, doing? I couldn't, get, I couldn't get it out of my head. And then I couldn't say Joe Rockathoko for the rest of the game. That's what happens, mate. Um, and I just said to, I said to Johnny Hammond, who was um, a listener of the the podcast, and I was giggling, and he was like that. Just call him, just call him Smoking Joe, mate. Just call him Moose. That's what I do. <laughs> right. And uh, and I said to him afterwards, I said, I just, I'm commentating on Toulon in two weeks' time. I just hope I don't say Francois Trampoop. Oh, mate. <laughs> that's a, a good chance you might, mate. Francois Trampoop. Uh, so, in other words, you're not going to be working for him again. Uh, well, I think I need to uh, block Jim Hamilton out of my mind when I'm commentating. Oh, please do. Uh, but who do I reckon is going to win? I reckon it's going to be a Leinster. I hope oh, it's Leinster Munster. Mate, I'd, I'd love I, to see I've a got a feeling, I've got a feeling it is. <sighs> I think I think Rassin. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Going, I'm going Leinster Rassin. Mate, if, if, yeah, if I'm putting money on it, going Leinster Rassin. I hope it's Leinster Munster, but I probably agree with you. Yeah. We agree. We do. I'm, I'm, well, I'm going to pray for uh, Leinster Munster then. I'd love to see an All-Irish okay. final. Nice. Do we want to talk about the Premiership? Seems like a long time oh, ago last weekend. Oh, mate, yeah. Maybe not. Maybe just talk about Saris. Oh, Exeter did well. Yeah. Uh, Saris, I mean, what's going on at Bath? Oh, mate, who knows, mate. Loads of intercept pass, mate. Not clinical. That's sack, about sack it. Blackadder? Well, I don't know, mate. I just well, you, 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 you normally call this out. Yeah, you? but I don't, mate. I don't want to sack him just yet. No, got the players. Toby Falatau. Who? Priestland played 10. Yeah. Banahan, their best player, again. Uh, Here's the thing, you talk about cultures and you talk about recruitment and all this. Banahan, their best player again, and he's been, for me, he's Bath player of the season, right, Banabance. He's going to Gloucester, a player that's a stalwart of the club. And when you talk about identities of a club and fans and that interaction and the whole Bristol's thing with did they ask their fans, don't think so. <laughs> Bath, what, what's going on there? Yeah, it's, it's not, it doesn't look great, does it? Um, Leicester. Oh, didn't see that coming, did you? No. They got smashed. Yeah. They got did smashed. not see that coming at all. They had a chance to win it. and uh, Mate, they should never even be in you that see position. The three, no, you see the 3v1 with Tamur. So Tamur's mate, they've ended up getting a 3v1 on the edge. Tamur, I think he had Hamilton and maybe Adam Thompson outside him with about five to go to win the game. And uh, the pass has just gone nowhere. Oh, my God. And that was you know the difference between winning and losing in the end. But do you know what? Credit where it's due. Northampton fully barred up. Yeah, they got hosed by Saracens the week before, and we gave them some stick on here again. It was, I think, it was their biggest ever Premiership defeat. And then they've gone to Welford Road, a place they've not won in ten years. And I do believe, two thousand seven, Jim Hamilton played in that game for Leicester. I was injured. And what happened? Well, it's the last time Northampton beat Leicester. Oh, at don't Welford say Road. that. Don't say that. And you played. It's all uh, your fault. Do you fault. know that for sure? Oh, well, I know. Yeah, I do. Okay. Yeah. Cheers for that, mate. Yeah. Well, I've just. You know, yeah, thanks. I've just got to bring you down a peg. Thanks, obviously... be, mate. Tell your belly that. <laughs> <laughs> because when you, it's like what Joe Marler says. You know, you're still banging on about. Oh, I was a legend. I was this. Mate, I'm not. It's what people are saying, saying to me. Like, I'm just re- <laughs> I've, reciting. I've never heard of it. Let's uh, let's have a look at the rumor mill. You guys got any rumors floating around at the moment? Uh, what do we have, rumors wise? Oh. Well, he said Scotty Robertson to the Crusaders. Yeah, didn't that's he? a good one. Scotty yeah. Robertson to Crusaders. Jim Mounder to Ulster, maybe, and Dorian West. Um, Going over there, maybe. Yeah, I heard that. Cipriani to Stade Francais, maybe. Heard that one. Easy oh, really? access, easy access, mate, to London, the London scene. Everything's tied up, really, isn't it? Oh, mate, here's one. Big one. You're a big fan of this guy. Yep. So, me too. Stephen Myler. Big signing. For? Ealing. But Ealing got some money, apparently. Yeah, they have. Well, the guy, hold on, the guy that owns Ealing owns Trailfinders. 
the travel company. He's got cash money. And they're called Ealing Trail Finders. Exactly. Oh, I get it now. Oh, did you, oh, there did we you go. generally not know? You didn't what? get it? Mate, why would I have known that? It was common sense, really. What, so Ealing, a team that I've never, I don't think I've ever watched them play. We trained against them, hosed them at Saris. That's about it. Well, you train against them. Have you been down to their training ground? No. Okay. Why? Well, I thought Is it trailblazing? Like, what, what? It's just everywhere. It's all over the place. Yeah, but I wouldn't. Trailfinders. Okay, well, trailblazers and trailfinders, <laughs> I have no idea, mate. Um, Muller Polar. Logo. Logo. Mate, I don't know if we've told these before. Newcastle, maybe? I think that, that, no, because we said Logo was going to France, didn't oh, we? Oh, we did, yeah. Um, see, I have heard Newcastle over the last week or so. Okay. I'm trying to think what else. Jesse Creel to sail. I've heard that rumour. Okay. Do you know who he is, Jim? Yeah. Go on. Centre. Four. <laughs> I don't know. I just guessed his centre. <laughs> did you really? Yeah, of course I did. Mate, oh, I've heard of his name. Where, where's he from? Um, where's he going? To sail. From Bath. <laughs> what country is he from? South Africa. Yeah. Did you know that? Well, no, he's South African. Yeah, I don't oh, know where do. he's at. Where, uh, what club's he at? He plays in South Africa. Oh, does he? Okay. Yeah. He's not like on loan at Bath? No. Um, who else have we got? <laughs> Santuomi, Quinn's second row. Yeah. Enforcer, Bristol's. Have you filled him in? I don't know. I don't think they're part of the first team against me generally. So I was normally up against <laughs> Horwell. I was normally up against Horwell and the Enforcer, the self in, self-named Enforcer. Charlie Matthews. He's going to Wasps, I've heard. Oh, mate, exactly. Exactly. Say no more. Um, but that's it, mate. I don't know. Mate, there's not many. Mate, everything's tied up there. You get a few. Still waiting for Haskell and Cipriani to mate. confirm what's going on there. Haskell's going to be back on here again, mate, banging the drum in he. He got engaged. He did. Congrats, in pa- mate. In Paris. Yeah. Seriously, I'm so excited for the stag. So. I don't think you're getting invited, are you? Oh, uh, message from Ed Jackson. Yeah. Saw him on Saturday up at Wasps. Yeah. Um, he said, just to make it clear. Yeah. And he actually WhatsApped me about the stag. Uh, I can come, you can't. He really? Doesn't, he doesn't want you there. Why? Well, he just said, you know, can I tell you that... Is it? Is he keeping it quiet? Well, he's keeping it wasps, mate, you know. Oh, well, we get, well, if that's the case, then, yeah, good, good luck to you all. <laughs> have a gra- ha- hey, have a great time. Sounds like it'll be uh, loose. Hey. <laughs> no, he just doesn't like me, it's fair enough. Well, that's right, I want my shirt back. <laughs> no, I'm I shirt, So I'm going How then. bitter he is, though. Am I going then? It's Ibiza. Should we go for a day? Should when is it? fly in, fly out? Am I going? I don't know. Where are you living? This is awkward Where where are you living? I don't know where I'm going to be living. Exactly. I bet you can get to anywhere. Should we just fly and fly out I've got two stag dudes. I can't wait. So I've got Haskells and Jacksons. Boom. (laughs) Hell of a summer lined up. Should we go uh, to the good, the bad, the ugly? See what's uh, been good, what's been bad, and what's been ugly in rugby over the last week with Andy Good. Yes. um, A few good bits. Not not masses this weekend, actually. Shout out to Cardiff Blues. Um, they're finally returning to the Champions Cup for the first time since 2013-2014, which in a year when their coach is leaving, um, I think it's a really, really big achievement for them to, to qualify via the Pro 14 leagues to get back in the Champions Cup. Um, what else has been good? Benetton. We've hammered the Italian teams. Well, we did at the beginning of the year. At the beginning of the year. year. But it's always nice to give them a bit of a pat on the back. Yeah. Um, they beat Benetton, beat Leinster at Leinster. Yeah. At the weekend, just gone for the first time ever. So Leinster, who rested a lot of their first teamers, but they had in their team they had Carberry, they had Shawnee O'Brien, they had Strauss, they had Lama, the yeah. Lima. No one was bothered, mate. They had a decent team, and fair play. Benetton, Benetton went over there and uh, beat them, and they're not far off qualifying as well. I think uh, for the Champions Cup, New Zealand rugby, you arrogant Kiwi, mm-hmm. won both the men's and women's gold in the Commonwealth Sevens. They beat Fiji in the final. Mate, let's not talk about the sevens. Yeah, don't. Yeah, or Hong Kong. Uh, that was pretty good. Sam Simmons, hat trick versus London Irish. He's a hell of a player, Jim. What do you reckon? Mate, 
Rates Ham Simmons have always said uh, that. You, you changed. No, 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 no. I've never said that I've not that I've not rate him. Mate, he's a class player. Yeah. I don't know if he's world class. Okay. All right. There you go. I said it. We'll say it. Mate, and, I, I want to be proven wrong. Okay. I do. So obviously his hat trick is pretty special. Chris Wiles, big shout out to him. 250th appearance for Saracens, although he did nearly stack it on the way out uh, in front of the BT Sport cameras. But there is only one place to go this weekend. There's only one place to go for the good. He is a friend of the show. He's not a friend of Jim Hamilton, but Ash the Splash, Chris Ashton, broke the all-time top try scorer record in a season in the top 14. Napoli Lalanga uh, had the record uh, of 21 tries. Ash, he scored at the weekend for Toulon against Montpellier down in uh, Marseille to break the record. So this week, the good goes to Chris Ashton and his factor 50. I'm not happy about that. Why? I am really. I like Ashy. That's an amazing achievement. Your first Mate, year, is. 24 games into... He's basically scored a try a game. Yeah. Get him in the England team. Get him on tour to South Africa. So Ashy gets the good this week. The bad. Jack Clifford picked up another injury after just coming back from five months out. How bad? Um, he's out for a long time again. Really? Yeah, he's, he's a big player for them. He is, but he's he's had so many big injuries mate, now for a youngster. As Bat Rose do, mate. Yeah, not great. Um, what else was bad? The Dragons. The Dragons have lost 15 or haven't won for 15 games in the pro. No one cares since September, ever since that documentary came out that, oh, you, come that on. you voiceovered. What's that got to do with me? Well, you did the voiceover and they've just gone down ever since. They're like, if, if he's talking about it, we ain't playing. Well, mate, we've talked to him. We've got boys like Ross Moriarty to sign there. That's, that's true. Do you know what I mean? We, we've helped them out for next year. So but next year, this year, not great. Next th- year, they'll they be lost, good. I think it was away at Zebra. So Mate, they ain't got a great squad though. No, but the Dragons shouldn't be losing 15 games on the spin. Okay. Or not winning 15 Fine. games. They might well, draw one or Yeah, I don't know if they'll do a documentary again. I'm not yeah, too sure. Your, your voiceover is not very good. Um, we do like uh, Bernard Jackman, though. Yeah, we do. And next year, I think they'll be a little bit more... Well, they'll be much more competitive next year. What else was bad? Leicester losing at home to Northampton. That was bad. Yeah, Leicester losing at home to Northampton when you've got it all in your hands. Big game, mate. Massive game next week now. Newcastle. Newcastle at home. Uh, but they just they just got bullied at times, didn't they? I can see Newcastle winning that. I, can, I, 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 I really can. Toby Flood is going back to Leicester. I just, and Dino. 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 And Wellesley. Wellesley. Now then. And Let's get Gonover. And Gonover. Mate, they're all mate, going back. Gonover's going to score the winner. Can you imagine? <laughs> oh dear, oh dear. Uh, but yeah, Leicester pretty bad. Obviously, uh, out-muscled at times. Quinns, they were pretty bad again. But I'm not going to give it to them this week. Why? They got hosed by 30 away at Gloucester. Well, how bad can it get? You expect them to improve. I gave it to them last week because they were bad, bad, bad against Irish. All right. But for me, the bad this week... It best be bad because they were bad. It has to go to Bristol Bears. I think that's really bad. I think it's embarrassing. Bristol's Bears. Bristol's Bears. That's the getting the bad. The rebranding of that is... I thought that'd be ugly. That's just not for me. That's bad. That's bad for me. The ugly, um, the only real thing for me is the whole Israel Folau scenario. The Australian Rugby Union not really taking any action against him. Then going out, doing an interview, and then Israel Folau gets home and says something else. He said, that's not what I portrayed in in the conversations. And it's just getting ugly, isn't it? The whole thing. Australian sport's ugly at the minute, eh? Australian sport is ugly. Cheats at cricket. We dished him up at the netball. What about that? We haven't talked about that. Yeah, netball, good. Netball, good. So the ugly this week goes to the whole Israel Folau scenario. That's the good, the bad, the ugly. That wraps things up for today. And if you like the show and want to take a minute to review us on iTunes, uh, Jim does love reading them. So um, we'll read another couple of reviews out next week and send a limited edition rugby pod cap out to the one that we like the best.
to get them in. And we've also got a quick shout out to finish off uh, for today. Matt Kane, he's a big sh- uh, fan of the show and he's running the Liverpool Marathon for the Dottie Weir Foundation next month. He's a Falcons fan and um, Dottie was his hero growing up. So it's a great cause. Uh, so good luck, Matt. And uh, check out uh, Just Giving uh, forward slash fundraising forward slash Marathon for Dottie if you want to donate. Um, and Dottie's um, delivery of the match ball ahead of the uh, Scotland versus New Zealand game is up for a Laureus Sporting Moment of the Month award for November as well. And it's in a public vote. So get on to mylaureus.com if you want to get behind that. mylaureus.com. Get in there and vote and try and get that uh, a Laureus Sports Award for the month of November. Do it, do it, do it, do it. It'd be awesome. Mate, Dottie up for the Laureus Award of the Month. It should be of the year. Of the century. Yeah, so thank you very much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to us and follow us on uh, Twitter. Check out eventbrite.co.uk for all the details on the upcoming live shows. Rugby pod. Rugby pod, 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 pod. pod.